Hey everybody, welcome to the Devon Hour on WKNJ 90.3 FM. I'm your host Devin and we are back for our spring semester. So today's episode is just going to be a very regular episode. Um, I, I have a lot of stuff to talk about, but going forward with the show, I really want to get into more details and, and in depth on certain topics and stuff. But today is going to be a very regular, traditional, the Devon Hour episode. So like we always do on the Devon Hour, I'm going to start off with our music. So as far as new music goes, there was a lot of music released over the break, but there was only a few that I found actually interesting. So number one, that would be Normani and Sam Smith with Dancing with the Stranger. I absolutely love the song. The song is amazing. It's infectious. The beat is great. Uh, Sam Smith, I have, I didn't feel him on his last album. The thrill of it all was just not good in my opinion. But this song was in a step in the right direction for him. And Normani, I'm very excited to see what she's going to do in the uh, pop industry. So I really love this track. And um, yeah, it's just amazing. And also, another Fifth Harmony member that released a new song was Lauren Giagui. And she released a single called More Than That and is produced by Murder Beats. It's such a great song. It's It's different than what expectations was because expectations were was a very rock song but more than that was hip-hop it was r&b it was completely different from anything i expected from lauren so i'm very excited about that about her uh career and her album that should be coming out this year so i'm very excited about that the song was great um Upcoming albums this Friday, Ariana Grande is dropping her new album, Thank You, Next. It is her fifth studio album. It comes out six months after Sweetener. Um, Some people feel like it's a little too early for her to be releasing an album. I think it's the appropriate time. Sweetener was completely different from what anybody was expecting. And I think Thank You, Next is going to be different, but it's going to be more emotional. And it it is kind of like a sweetener part two. So it doesn't feel like it's a whole new era. It just feels like a a part two of what she started. Very excited about that. And for my new artist of the week, it's Bren Joy. Bren Joy is an artist from Nashville, Tennessee. I absolutely love his two songs, Scotty Pippen and Henny in the Hamptons. There are they are such great songs, such good R&B songs. He's an, a great artist, and he's legit just starting. So I'm very excited to see where his career is going to be taking, um, is going to be going. So, yeah, Bren Joy is amazing. Um, and, okay, yeah, so for the first song, I'm going to be playing Bren Joy's song, called Henny and Hamptons, one I just mentioned. It's actually a really, really great song. It's so smooth. It's such a vibe. And um, yeah, I'm very excited for this little section of the week because every every day I'm listening to new artists and I think it's going to be great for me to like put them on a spotlight on this show. So yeah, this first song is called Henny and Hamptons by Bren Joy. Hi, everybody. So now we're going to talk about... Uh, Wait, can we introduce ourselves? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nia's here. Hello. And Macy's here. Hello, everyone. She's here for a quick minute. Just a quick before, minute before, before she runs the class. class. But I'll be here for the, the first 20 minutes of drama. So, the Super Bowl. Ten. <laughs> oh, shoot. Ten now. But that's okay. <laughs> the Super Bowl was yesterday. Did you guys watch? No. Okay, good. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't watch. My parents did. But right. 
I mean, you were just there for the festivities. I mean, it was on, but I, I never watched the Super Bowl. Mm. I didn't even watch it when the Eagles played. I just knew they won. So. <laughs> I we don't, don't even got no cable right now. I don't so even know who played. Not, I don't know who won. Now, John watched it on his phone, and I looked up the final score. That was it. Period. <laughs> so, a bunch of different artists performed yesterday. Well, first off, I heard Maroon 5 was horrible. Good. And then, um, apparently, Big Boy showed up. Because, you know, Big Boy from Outcast. He's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is, isn't his birthday? It's his birthday. Was it? Yeah, it was his birthday this weekend. Well, happy birthday, Big Boy, I guess. <laughs> he and got a pass. It was his birthday. I guess. He just <laughs> wanted to enjoy himself. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and Travis Scott performed. And oh, I heard so, that was horrible, too. And so did Gladys Knight. She sang the Star Spangled Banner. And I think Chloe and Halle sang America the, the Beautiful. I don't know, and I don't know that song. Mm-hmm. I know that song. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. I can hear them singing that. That's really strange. So the question asks, should we cancel these black artists for performing at the Super Bowl? Gladys Knight, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Travis... Travis, I think we he can just give him a pass because it was in the momentum of his whole entire... Yeah. Career. I mean, he wanted to secure his coin at the end of the day. Especially Chloe and Hallie first are still trying to make a big name for themselves. So I don't know. So even I like them as actors. Yeah, so I, I don't. I, even, I, like I don't them. even really care that they sing music. I've never even heard their music besides the theme song of Grownish because they're in it. That's so it. so even after all of that, like last year, mm-hmm. going into this year, about like black artists not performing at the NFL because we're trying to take a stand, especially after Colin Kaepernick's uh, brave moment. Mm-hmm. Do but you do you really think it was necessary for these black artists to perform? And mind you, it was majority black artists. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl could have easily just hired anybody, any old white performer right. or non-black Maroon performer. Maroon 5, I mean. Period. Yeah. But There's why? a black person on Maroon 5. There oh, is. There? Yeah, he's like he plays the drums. Uh-huh. Of course. When I think of Maroon Percussion. 5, all I think about is Adam. Adam. That's it. <laughs> That is the whole Maroon 5 mind. But do you really think it was necessary for these black artists to perform? I wish they didn't perform. I mean, I don't think it's necessary, but I know why they did it. Major- majority of them did have legit. The reason it and behind it was pure marketing. That's it, I, I mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah. Just getting their names out there. The, the people that don't have names yet, mm-hmm. as in Travis Scott. Well, they have names, but they're not as big as they could be. As other superstars. Yeah, because performing at the Super Bowl is is a big thing in it American is. history. Yeah, it is. Most people look at the halftime show, and most people watch for the commercials. Mm-hmm. You're right, but then here goes Cardi B, who said that we shouldn't. Right, we shouldn't be performing yeah. at the Super Bowl, but yet here she is with a Pepsi commercial for the Super Bowl. So I was very, very. Mm-hmm. But I think that's different. You think that's? Different? I honestly think it's different. Why? Because people tune in to watch the commercials. That's it. Mm-hmm. And. The, she she did the commercial and that was it. She it's not like she's like she's not supporting. Like, she's not supporting the Super so. Bowl because yeah. pe- the Pepsi commercial had nothing to do with the like the Super actual Bowl. Super Bowl. It was just sponsored. It, it was just, just so happened to be a commercial that they knew everybody was going to see because it yeah. was on during the. It had nothing to do with the Super Bowl. Yeah. So so you think it's okay for these black artists because it was just strictly business? No, I'm not. Regardless. I don't think it's okay. Not, I don't. <laughs> but I know why they did it. It's very contradicting. Yeah, like, it is. It is. like. So we don't support we don't support the NFL, period. But then in the same light, it's like, okay, get your coin. Because at the end of the day, the NFL is a nonprofit organization, so they can do whatever they want. You're right. But what a 
But mm-hmm. when will ethics ever play a part in this? Because we have because when we it's really, not about getting a coin at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because you can't you can't be out here taking a stand for Colin and then being like, well, I'm gonna just perform anyways because I'm gonna get a coin. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, Colin did lose his whole entire career. Like he lost his career. Over like this. majority his football of football career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he still has other whatever. Ventures, yeah. Yeah, ventures. So. Like he he took a loss because that's what he loved. That's his mm-hmm. passion or whatever. But his passion for equal rights is over over that love for football or whatever. Right. And he can always over well, football isn't really bigger anywhere else, but he could always yeah. go overseas. I mean, I just wish that these artists didn't perform. That would be great if they just didn't, because yeah. it shows how much power we have when it comes to sports and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Because if majority of the performers were black, if they would have all just backed out, Super Bowl would have just been out of luck. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just interesting. I was just thinking about it. Um, so now, Twenty One Savage. Oh my poor man. So apparently, he's getting deported back to the UK. Thought he was from Atlanta, but apparently, he's from the island of Dominica. And mm-hmm. Dominica is apparently a territory owned by the UK. So I don't know why mm-hmm. they just don't deport him back to Dominica right. instead of sending him to the yeah. UK. Why are y'all deporting him? What did he do to y'all besides his pass being his visa, be, his visa <laughs> being expired? But that's what it is. You've been living here 12 years illegally. And first of all, hasn't people said that he's been in and out of jail? How did y'all not connect the dots <laughs> that he went to jail, but you don't know that he's on a visa <laughs> and it expired 12 years ago? I mean, where, where is the, the misstep? <laughs> I don't. And I, I don't mean, know. there's plenty of other people in this in this state that are probably doing that the does same worse. Thing. That does worse things. Trump don't pay taxes. Iggy Azalea is still here. <laughs> what she do to us? Oh, to nothing. be honest, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But if we're just getting, if we're just kicking people out right. over visa, right? you might as well just get rid of um, right. Iggy. Get get rid of everybody then. Right. The weekend, if it's like that, really. <laughs> Justin Bieber, right. take him along. Right, get them out. Right, period. Drake, Drake, think, Drake can say. You think Drake got his daddy's from Drake? His daddy is from Memphis. <laughs> oh, his dad is from Memphis. So, so that, he's he's that like dual citizenship? he probably has dual citizenship. To be honest, going back and forth. Yeah, because his parents divorced. But I said, what did Twenty One Savage do to ICE for them to capture him? <laughs> like it's so and to try to deport him. Let him out go. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, though. Like, he wasn't doing anything right now, so it's just very strange. He just dropped his... his apparently, his album was very good. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I heard that. And it was like, that's why they locked him up. But I don't appreciate all the memes about it, and I don't like what... De- whatever Demi said, she should have oh, just yeah. kept her fat mouth shut. Oh, my God. It wasn't that bad. She so. didn't really say anything, but peop- of course, people came at her for all. She was like... She said something like, oh, the jokes... For the the twenty one savage memes are more fun or and better was, than the Super yeah. Bowl, something and they were, like that. And they were just laughing at the fact that uh, twenty one might actually be from Britain. So it was mm-hmm. just like a, I think it was like a picture of like a quill and him writing, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. like this is how he write his raps. It wasn't yeah. that serious. So I don't know why people got so up in arms. But one person <laughs> I, I would like to drag, um, it's been a while, is Mister Offset because <laughs> Offset was one of the people who decided to come at Demi Lovato for Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. And so Offset was saying, like, um, it's not funny because you went through what you were going through and now you're making jokes about other people. Essentially, this is what he's saying. This Mm -hmm, is verbatim. mm -hmm. And then he said that um, a black man being successful is always trying to bring us down, blah, blah, blah. And then he also says something about how 21's family 
was uh, relying on him or he was supporting yeah, his family. Yeah, so let me just get into you, Mr. Offset, because <laughs> let's talk about your family. Let's not talk about his family. Let's talk about <laughs> the child and y- your baby mother. Did you care about them? Okay. He's still supporting so, them. I guess. I mean, Car- does Cardi really need him to support? No. So you can't be out here talking about family when your family ethics are just out the window. So that's number one. Number two... I don't understand the whole thing about, like, them trying to bring a black man down. You guys bring yourselves down. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And that's just self-explanatory. And then lastly, we all know Demi Lovato has gone through whatever she was going through. But you can't la- you can't come at her for the same jokes that your peers are making. Or that they're laughing at the same thing. Lil Duvall also laughed at the 21 Savage jokes. You didn't say nothing to Lil Duvall. I mean, it was funny. Like, I don't it know was what, funny. I don't it know was just strange because... The- Everybody thought he was from Atlanta, but so that's why it was so funny. Like yeah, everybody yeah. just was like, "Shout!" He always screaming he's from Atlanta. Yeah, mm. nobody was laughing at the fact that that he was about to get deported. Yeah, he's about they to get deported. They were laughing like he's from the UK. What? <laughs> like that was the joke. No right. one's that laughing that joke. he was getting deported. Well, listen, he he reached his momentum in the United States. Right. He can keep producing in the UK. Period. And send over them to to the USA. Period. Right. Listen, that's what they said. They said if he gets deported in the UK, he can still keep the same business relationships. Right. He can what? still release the same music. He can still visit. He probably can. He probably can. Well, I don't know. If they deport you, I feel like they kind of don't he, really want you going back and forth anymore. But maybe that. if he doesn't have any serious like um, mm-hmm. violations, then maybe he could come back. But he the- also went to jail, so let's... That's what I'm oh, confused yeah. about. Where is I don't that? care. I'll travel to the UK to see 21. But <laughs> is there? Is he really losing anything by leaving America? No. 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 But is he really gaining anything going to the UK? No. No. Because they, cause they essentially the same thing if you really think about it. <laughs> what is the difference? Also, Wale had a comment, but I said, what <laughs> hole did Wale come out of for him to comment on first, anything? And wait, I don't. And then Demi coming back at him like, you're just mad because I didn't want to talk to you all them years back ago. Girl, girl we don't what? care about that team. Girl, what? <laughs> that she feature. thought we were going to be shook. Like, girl, no one cares about that little died out relationship that never happened. But that somebody to bring back up. Somebody did make a point. They said, Demi, you know, you know, you had a rough six months. So why didn't you just shut up? Right, right. Because keep your little comments because you, you know people are coming for you now. It's exactly. just like it's just like when your friends are like coming at you mm-hmm. and then you laughing at them and then they turn around and, and then come they're back like, at what you laughing at? Right, because such such and such and such. And then and then you sitting over there getting ready stupid. to cry. Right. right. So, yeah. so you should have just kept it to yourself. <laughs> so we're going to take a break because I know Macy has to go. <laughs> More 21. That's my cue. So this next song is a Britney Spears classic. It's from her Blackout album. Is when she shaved her hair and all. Oh. Yes. And it's a pop. And it was produced by Pharrell. And you wouldn't know. You know how Pharrell had the three. Doom, doom. You're going to hear it. Exactly. One song. Yeah. It was just a break. So Macy could oh. dip oh, out cute. casually. Yes. Okay. So now, Jesse Smollett. Poor baby. Yes, it's horrible. So Jesse Smollett was attacked in Chicago. It's fun fact, that's where they film Empire. Mm-hmm. I thought they always filmed it in New York City. But that's just my ignorance, once again. But yeah, he, he was... Who watches the show? Yeah, it's been a minute. After, <laughs> after like the first two seasons, I was over it. I know, that's right. Too much singing. 
Too much singing. singing. Too much singing. That it's wasn't like, it. That, it doesn't, the, the plot was just going too many different places for me. <laughs> I couldn't keep up. It was that. It was dry. It's like even the songs too, because the first season. I mean, you can't tell me nothing. That first soundtrack. That Tiano song is a bop. Mm-hmm. I don't Look, like, but don't touch. I don't like that <laughs> V Bozeman song. What is love? Oh my god! Oh, but they remixed it like four different times. It's not good. Mm. It never was good. It I was never not. thought it was. Her other singles outside of Empire true. are amazing. Very true. But besides the point, Jesse Smollett was attacked. Um, it was a, a hate attack. Like he was attacked because he was black and also gay. Um, he, apparently, he also had. He's bisexual. No, he's that's he's a gay man. They said no, he's gay. I read he was bisexual, but okay. I mean, he did sleep with the woman on the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that. I think he's bisexual, but that's his business. Whatever is whatever. <laughs> he's in the fa- he's in the rainbow family. That's all that matters. Period. Right. <laughs> so he also had a noose around his neck. So a lot of people who don't know what a noose is, like him, essentially trying to almost got hung. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, that was very very sad to see that or to hear about that. And I I heard that they threw bleach on him. Yes, they also did throw bleach on him. What is your guys' opinion? We all know that it's sad, but like. Like, why do you think this was like an attack against Jesse in particular? Out of all people, he's so unproblematic. You don't hear nothing from him, so I guess this whole entire family is very unproblematic. They yeah. really right. just mind their business. They all collect their coins and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. So to think, you know, that you know, especially seen by civilians, that he's an you know easy target. Yeah. Because wasn't he going to? You know, a hotel that wasn't high quality. Like, he was just living his, you know, his own life. I don't understand why people think just because celebrities don't feel like, you know, being in that bubble where it's like there's a separation between being normal and then being, like, you know, at a celebrity status where there's just a huge division. I don't know why they took it upon themselves to just take advantage of that. Yeah. Because he was comfortable. He was just doing his thing. So now I feel sorry for him because now he's starting to realize, like, you're in this position where you can't just do the things that you would normally do anymore. Yeah. You have to reevaluate just even the little things. Yeah. And I was told this last semester from um, another DJ. We, we were just having a dialogue. And... He was saying that he felt like it was easier for us gay men now in today's world or for the LGBTQ community in general to like just walk outside. And I think that this was a very harsh uh, reality check mm-hmm. so, so people could understand and see that it's not safe for us. It's really not like holding hands or just even just minding our business and walking to our hotel room. We could get attacked and stuff like this could happen. And it's very sad that Jesse had to be the had to be the example so everybody could be like, yeah, this stuff is still going on. And just imagine how it is down south. You know what right. I mean? Like up or just even like in South Jersey and New Jersey. Like it's crazy. In Chicago isn't even south. That's it's not even west. south. It's Midwest. Mm-hmm. And for him to be this celebrity, just for somebody to snatch him up and attack him. Especially in that way. In that you know? way. And then like that and was extremely discriminatory, period. Yeah. That was almost like the equivalent of someone spitting on you. Yeah. Like, just because I can do it, you know? And that be- was worse. That was worse than me and spit on It is, but yeah. it's like the same disrespect level. Like, mm-hmm. I can do this, and nothing's going to be done about it. It's it's just mocking almost. Yeah. I agree. It is. It's true. And but right. it's people were also asking, like, where was his bodyguards? But 
do you do you think a celebrity really wants to have a bodyguard on him twenty four seven? Now that this happened to him, I'm pretty sure he's going to have one on him uh, now, right? All the time, everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. But like, it sucks that even like celebrities, they can't just they can't just mind their business. But even for gay men, like we can't even just mind our business. We can't walk outside without having the potential of getting attacked and being harassed. I think this is like one of those things that's going to redefine comfort and reality for celebrities because especially in america we're so used to you know the concept of a fan running up trying to take a picture trying to say hello and you know now we're being introduced the discussion of there there's not enough protection there's not enough security the real reality check for me when is when it happened to kim kardashian right that was crazy i mean i don't like her but when they robbed her when they robbed her that was so sad yeah that That was was so sad that was a big reality check because that's a big celebrity who I'm pretty sure always has a bodyguard or have somebody on her. Right. So that was very, very sad. So wishing Jesse Smollett a, a recovery, a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he already spoke out about it. He did. And he said that he actually fought back. It wasn't just like he got attacked. He fought. Right. So, Period. There you go. Um, Ariana Grande. <clears throat> so Ariana has been in the center of discussion recently, <laughs> not because of her new number one single, Seven Rings, or her upcoming album, Thank You, Next, which will be coming out Friday, February 8th. Um, oh, Nani's birthday. Period. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but she's in the center of attention because of the discussion of cultural appropriation. Now, we've had this discussion with a bunch of other artists uh, before on this show, like Bruno Mars and Justin Timberlake, which were, I think, real prime examples, not necessarily cultural appropriation on Bruno Mars's part, but privilege on Bruno Mars's part, but both privilege and cultural appropriation on Justin Timberlake's part. But for Ariana, it is very interesting. I haven't given my opinion on this, but I'm going to let you guys go first. Mm. And then my opinion will go last. Can, go ahead. Tasha, what do you think? I want you to tell me why do you think, what is she doing to portray cultural appropriation and why is it offensive? Just go ahead. All right. So here's my problem with her because I had to do some digging before I would just state <laughs> some of the things that I'm willing to state now. So when you look at her image, right, as a celebrity, every celebrity has an image, you know, a certain appeal that they have for their fans and just for their brand. She's always appealed to that. I, like idea where she's cute, she's innocent, you know, she's she's frail, she's skinny. And it's such a, you know, kind of like a similarity to how Asian cultures love to represent those who kind of have the same image as her. Mm-hmm. She's been carrying that image for as long as she's been in her career. And when that video came out, it only, you know, showed just how involved she is in that concept. And, you know, I did some nitpicking because, you know, I love my details. Details speak volumes. It's the little things that matter. And, you know, not only did she have one of her dancers in a Sailor Moon costume, which shows, okay, you don't really understand that culture because, I mean, it's, it's, you know, pop culture, of course. But do you even know where that came from? And then not only that, but she had elements of other Asian cultures that are not the same from each other, mind you, in her music video. 
and her outfits, her mannerisms, even the way that she was posing throughout that video, it showed that she's feeding into that appeal of Asian culture. And then on top of that, she was appealing to black culture. I mean, was it, you know, was it familiar to anyone else that she was using the same house that was in the 2 Chains video, in his music video? So not only are you messing with Asian culture, but then you're messing with black culture. And it was just like a blend. It was like a whole blend of her taking these two cultures and saying, this is new, this is fresh, this is what Ariana Grande is doing. How do you feel about the tattoo? Oh, the tattoo. <laughs> I was like, right, is she serious? Like Barbecue that's gonna... grill. Mm-hmm, barbecue grill. I was like, <laughs> all right, so is no one going to let her know that this ain't right? And, I mean, you even got her fans in the comments constantly, and it's a joke to them, saying, we stand a black queen just because her skin is, like, extra tan. She's never been that tan. You go back to, like, before the fame, she was as pale as me. So, what you know. About, what about the whole Soldier Boy situation? Do you think she really ripped off Soldier Boy on Seven Rings? Like now, the flow? you know. Listen, if you synced both of the songs on top of each other, right, if you just layered it, you could hear the flow between her vocals, between the beat, between the bass line. I mean, there was no original sense to that song, period, including in the music video, including the set, the clothes, all that. I mean, she did nothing but become a culture vulture, and it's clear as day now. And I don't really care how she's going to handle it because she's been doing it for a while. It's just that this specific music video and song kind of, you know, ripped the curtains away. Mm. And now we see. Naya, you have an you opinion? You see who she hangs out with. That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> you guys are ready for my opinion? Yes, I'm ready. <clears throat> I do not think that she's... Per- <laughs> I don't think that this culture appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> well, or at least on the black sense of things. Wait, I have one question, Devin. though. I don't. Devin. What is, what is, what is she? She's Italian. Mm-hmm. Is she Sicilian or is she Italian? She ain't Sicilian. I I don't know. She could no. be Sicilian. I really don't know. Um, but I'll give you my reasonings as to why I don't think that this is cultural appropriation. Because, like I mentioned before, we talked about this similar discussion with Bruno Mars. And it wasn't necessarily cultural appropriation because Bruno Mars has given credit. Granted, not as much credit as Ariana has given. I'll make that abundantly clear. But she is successful in this realm or this space or the sound of music because she is white. And that and people love blackness from white people or mm-hmm. non-black people. Now, with that being said, Ariana has always given credit to R&B music, hip-hop music. On her first album, she had she was working with Babyface. She was working with Harmony Samuels. She had Big Sean on the album. She used a little Kim sample on the album. Like She's always been very involved with hip-hop and R&B music in today's generation. So I give her credit on that. As far as the music video goes, I didn't really, or at least the song, I didn't think much about the song. It's just a normal watered-down trap beat, pop trap beat. So I really didn't think much about it. Soulja Boy's flow, now... I guess people are saying like how she's like whispering or whatever she was doing. I've I've heard that similar flow in different Atlanta rappers before. So I guess they're all ripping off of one another, but I've also heard it from different rappers in today's world. So it's it's all right. I mean, give I do think that it is similar to 
pretty boy swag is no doubt. So I guess you could kind of run Soulja Boy a little bit of his coin, I please, guess. Please, but please. also that same verse, that same flow was before Soulja Boy and Atlanta rappers. So I guess maybe just give credit to that culture and just be like, you know what? This this does stem from Atlanta culture and I was inspired by it. So whatever. Or at least the writers of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like Cadence and Taylor Sparks and Victoria Monet and TB Hits. Like at least just be like, yeah. Yeah, I know you guys. I just ran through a whole bunch of names. You guys were just like, who? Um, but yeah, just be Soulja like, <laughs> just just say that. Okay, this was this sound was inspired by this culture. Yeah. So it is what it is. It's just that simple. Um, <clears throat> or put sample Soldier Boy, Pretty Boy, Spike, something you like know. that. Just something it's similar. Simple. I think the I think it's similar. I think there's a similar flow. But hip hop, they all have similar flows. So they I was do. just kind of like, and it's but from from the most part, her, it's it's either you want to say this is a remix mm-hmm. to Pretty Boy Swag. Or you could say I was inspired, or I, or, yeah. I, or I sampled it, something like that. Or she probably didn't even, because like I said, she was working with a whole bunch of other writers on there too. So she probably was just like somebody probably threw her the idea. She was like, "Oh, this sounds dope." I know a lot of people are doing this, so she probably just it doesn't. But that doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> I'm just disgusted because we consistently talk about the fact that white people will take things from different cultures and quote unquote make it look good but when mm-hmm. a black person does it they are ratchet they're ghetto yeah. and wait the world loves soldier boy though let's not lie yes but <laughs> i'm talking about ariana grande it's like because it's her they will turn a blind well, eye it's because as i said ariana has always been giving to hip-hop and r&b in today's day and age her first album her second album asap ferg she was working with dark child Chauncey Hollis, like she was really working with all these producers and all she's always given, always given credit. Mm-hmm. Now it's different in comparison to somebody like a Bruno Mars, whose first album was just straight pop and just reggae and just Hawaiian, whatever. So that's different. Ariana's always given her her people credit, always cited people. She always did her thing, and I think she's inspired by more than just hip hop. She does other genres as well. I think it's kind of sucks that people are just highlighting this one genre of music for Ariana. We've had white people do R&B and give credit back throughout of history, like Tina Marie. We all love Tina Marie. She worked with Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> we love Tina Marie, Lisa Lisa. Like we talk, like these people, they've given and they always given credit. So I don't fault Ariana for seven rings on this beat or whatever. Now, on to Asian culture. Girl, I don't know what you're doing, but I will say that she's always given to her Asian fans as well. Her Asian fans love her. It's because of her. It's because of her. It's appeal. because of her appeal. It's it's because of her height, the big mm-hmm. eyes, the, yep. the hair. Everything. You know, Asian people chew that up, and she's always given to them. I think she's always been learning like Japanese too when she started touring out there because mm-hmm. they loved her first album. Right. They loved. They went crazy over it. So yeah, she's always given to like the Asian culture as well, or uh, always been appreciative of her fans there. The tattoo, I think, is kind of ridiculous. I don't know why you would get a tattoo in the palm of your hand. Mm. That's weird. And if you are going to get something in that... First off, I always find tattoos weird when it's a language you don't speak. Amen. Like, when people get Arabic lettering or whatever on their body, I said... I'm like, what is wrong with you? Or, like, tribal (laughs) from, like, you know, Polynesian art. Like, why is that on your body? This has no... This is nothing for you. Right. Um, so I always found that kind of weird, but yeah, the Asian culture embraced her and she embraces them. So that's how I see it. 
um, I think it's more of appreciation, but I think the way she goes about it, I think she should definitely, um, well, they told her about herself and she's going to correct it. So she's one of those artists. Yes. You will tell her about herself and she will correct it. She will not be like, well, I'm going to just do whatever just because. So um, I think Ariana is cool. She hasn't done anything outwardly disrespectful. And if she has, you checked her on it. She apologized for it. And I'm pretty sure it's genuine. She apologized. She corrected it. And she would not do it again. People corrected her on the uh, art, like the Japanese art mm-hmm. and lettering and stuff. It was on her merch. She took down all the merch. She was like, I apologize for that. I understand how it could be offensive. She took it down. So I'm giving the white girl credit where it's due, okay? <laughs> she went, but then she went and she made a remix with 2 chains. She did. She did make the remix with 2 chains. So it's like. But my question is, are y'all going to do the video at his trap house that he has in Atlanta? Because you did use a trap house. I don't know why you didn't use his trap house that he, if you were just going that to do he a actually remix. has for mm-hmm. females. Like, I don't know. But you know what? Ariana. But then at the same fine. time, you still need to give Soulja Boy his credit. You gave 2 Chainz his credit for using the same video set. But what about Soulja Boy? Mm. You know, and I feel bad for him because it's like we the have world, never. You feel the, bad for the world has been coming at him crazy, and the stuff that he's saying, some of the stuff he was saying, I think was a valid. Like he made valid points for himself. What valid points did Soldier Boy make for himself? I'm not going to get into that with you. <laughs> I'm just going to say he 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 deserves some credit because he did make a whole era. I I agree. He created I a think, whole. Era. I think. That whole era of like YouTube and you know the the signature dance, yeah. he did play a part in that, and he did play a part in internet success. So we give Soldier Boy credit for that. Now, do I want him to be the face of it? Hell no, because I don't think he's a good representation at all. But we can't deny his influence, <laughs> whether we like it or not. He has influence. A icon, True. a YouTube icon, I steam. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period. He did what he needed. He did what needed to be done, and he did. Yeah. And he did it successfully. Now I will drag him on that whole game system crap that he's coming up with. So we're not dragging him for him having his businesses, okay? Or lack thereof of a business. <laughs> So, it don't matter. He got one. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Don't come for him and his many business ventures. Lack thereof. <laughs> Not you using somebody, a bunch of other people's uh, inventions in creating your business, talking about this is an all-in-one game system, and not with Nintendo coming in and saying, yeah, um, no, sweetie, and shut down his website. And if you go to his website right now for his game system, it will direct you straight to the Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that being said... He he marketed for the Nintendo 3DS. (laughs) Ariana, cultural appropriation, it's up for discussion. Uh, When we come back from this next song, our last song, we will be reading the Instagram comments that we have. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then after that, we are going to just say our final thoughts for the week. And then next week, then I'll be announcing the topic for next week. We have topics this year. Yay! All written down. As you should. Period. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. You hear yourself, Naya? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, Instagram comments. So, I put on Instagram, uh, what do people think of the Jesse Smollett attack? And also... 
what did, do people really think that Ariana Grande is a cultural appropriator? So let me search up those comments now because it went off in that section, okay? So, number one, we have from <laughs> Tasha. <laughs> Tasha's, oh, so Tasha first talked about the Jussie Smollett thing. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna do that first, then Ariana. So for Jussie Smollett, you said it was unacceptable, which it is. It's very unacceptable. And Diana, one of my good, good, good friends, she said that people keep acknowledging as, as keep acknowledging it as either a black or gay issue when it's both and it's saddening. Good. Thank you for addressing that. Because it's true. People were just seeing it as just like, oh, he was attacked because he was black. Or he was attacked because he was gay when in reality it was an attack because he was both. How do you... People are trying to separate it as a black issue or a gay issue when in reality, it's just a human issue. It's just somebody being attacked for being themselves and they were minding their whole entire business. So I'm happy, Diana. Thank you, Diana, for that comment. So yeah, anybody got any thoughts on that? Or you think she hit it, hit the nail right in the She head? did hit the nose because people really did separate it. Yeah. They did. But a hate crime is a hate crime. Period. Now, to Miss Ariana. Sis is backstroking on it. That was your Tasha. <laughs> when I saw that, I legit screamed. <laughs> I was in class, and not in class, I was in my room and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, at Nat Works, I love her. That's one of my good friends as well. She says, uh, I don't think she's appropriating yet. Black people are feeling her right now. She's trying to play it up. Um, I could see, okay, I understand this comment because it's the same thing we said with like Bruno Mars once again, because I do see the parallels with the issue, with the issue, with the topic. Um, she's not necessarily claiming blackness like her fans are like they're, they're calling her black or like even like what Patti LaBelle did. Patti LaBelle was yeah. like, yeah, she, she's like a black girl with the, in a white body or some, something she said. Uh, but I could, I understand where you're coming from because, um. With Bruno Mars, it's like they marketed him as black, but right. he wasn't. With Ariana, they're marketing her as hip-hop or R&B, when that's not the only thing she is. They're trying to, like, categorize her into this one genre, when in reality, she's eclectic. Mm. So thank you for that. Um, Shout-out to my friend Sharia. She says, she said to me about Ariana, yeah, dummy, but <laughs> since she's cool, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... That's where the issue comes in at. She's cool, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. And she also says, Stans made her feel like she was black like stupid asses. Thank you for that. And then she also said, she's been appropriating for a effing while. You know what? People have their opinions. I don't think Ariana's necessarily a, an appropriator to an extent. I think she's. I think she just embraces and love culture. But then again, well, I don't know. Let me let me take us back to when she was on Victorious. Okay. Yes. So she was on Victorious or whatever. She was portraying herself as a as a clueless redhead white girl. Okay. And then literally like I don't know if it was while she was still doing Victorious or like she was done with it or whatever. But it, it was this one time she was like in a studio. I don't know if she was doing like um I don't know if she was doing like an interview or whatever, but she was legit like 
rapping or she was like talking or whatever and I was like she's ghetto <laughs> I was like oh my goodness she is so ghetto and I was like I wasn't expecting that because of how she portrayed herself on Victorious yeah. and even in Sam and Cat because she went back and she did Sam and Cat so it was just like what okay and then her dating Big Sean I was like oh uh, whatever because it was, I was like, because I had saw that video and I was like, oh, she's ghetto. So when she was with Big Sean, I didn't think much about it. But then as I look back and then I just look at other people that she's dated, I'm like, you've dated white men. And I'm like, the only one that yeah. really had anything to do with hip hop was Mac Miller. And then I was looking at that like, well. Well, what? she also dated Ricky. He was Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I mean. She does. I mean, Ariana. She 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 has a lot of flavors to her, so it's really weird for us to say, well, she's appropriating black culture or any culture in general. And then it's just like, well, what's going on, sis? Just let us know. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think that Ariana because it's like, a it's a it's a very fine line. Like there is okay, a fine line. You're like you you do give credit when it's due, and then sometimes it's just like. I feel like that's where the confusion is at they because just brush it underneath the rug. Because she is she's low key teetering on that line on mm-hmm. that line. Like she could kind of go either way. Like says like, just back up just a little bit, just a little bit. But I really like what she's doing with, like she's just I don't know. And she I don't. Doesn't, uh-uh. And and the tanning <laughs> thing that that gets to me too. It's like okay, are you trying to appeal that you're like black because she she is tanned really darkly, like and she's pale, very right. pale. I don't know. I don't know. So, sis, you either get, need to do some apologizing and get yourself back together. You need a wake-up call really, or something. I, I really do not think that Ariana is an appropriator. And I, tanning, first off, I always think tanning on anybody is just kind of like, ew. But I really, when I tell you I have not noticed this with Ariana, I just thought it was like the way her makeup was done. No, she's so, literally no, she's so dark. dark. <laughs> and like, on um, Sam and Cat, she's pale. Like, she's very. like white. Not on Sam and Sam and But Cat. I don't think she's, she's tanning because she wants to be black. I don't think that like no, that's the narrative. But that, that's the narrative for most people to be tan. They want to appear darker than what they yeah. are. Mm-hmm. But had them had they been darker, like born naturally darker, then they would be it's mad at case. the world. Right. Mm. And it's interesting. I don't think that Ariana's a culture appropriator. She just needs to, I guess, educate herself a little bit more. But I think she's doing that. I think she's in a process. People, she's taking in the criticism and she's working on it, which is something that we could ask for. That That's the only thing we could really ask for from an artist. And the fact that she's actually trying to work on it. But and, then we and, go and we cancel all these other artists as soon well, as they do that's it. That's because these other artists, they do, sh- they do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they do stuff. So, like, they, I don't know. They do more than one thing than just this, you know? I don't Ariana's just different to me. Like, I don't think she's... But I think that's because you're coming from a fan standpoint at this point. Like, But you know me. You're not I like have a no super issue. fan, you know, but... You know I don't have an issue. Yeah, you don't, but still, like... With dragging my face if I need to. But I don't think that Ariana's a, a fave of mine that needs to be dragged at this moment. I think... I'll drag her. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I'll drag her. <laughs> Period. You know you what? you don't have a problem dragging my face, and I, and I and you know I Drag don't have a I don't have a problem fine. saying they did this and that wrong, and I'm gonna hold them accountable for yeah. that. But I'm also going bop to them because I don't care. But I but you do have to acknowledge it. You yes. do need to speak that out into the air. Like 
you need to fix this. Now, whatever they so do she afterwards. Stop doing, she, so should she stop doing hip-hop and R&B type music? No, because that's what she likes doing. That's that's what she does. But it's also in the same sense, so she just got to kind of sort of be careful because we do live in a time and age where people are very sensitive over things like that. But, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can't. You can't tell people what they can and cannot be offended by. If people yeah. are offended by it, then they are. But this is not new. Like this type of music or this style of music is not new for her. She's been doing this. So where was the issue when she was releasing right there with because Big Sean? Where was this issue with Everyday with Future? Where was you this, know what? Where was this issue with because, Nicki Minaj? I don't understand it because she didn't. Because people didn't literally start paying her attention until the black co- the community in general until she went to Aretha Franklin's funeral that yeah. started her momentum for the black people to actually pay attention like actual like black people in like urban communities so are, are to we pay attention to, to her so are we going to cancel tina marie are we going to cancel lisa but lisa? that that's that's the but those are the aunties and you know I'm how honestly, they feel <laughs> and but you, you can't cancel them for making i think for the asian culture there is criticism that could be made because she is she been on that boat but then again mm-hmm. she her asian fans love it like, they adore it. Like, they love this coming from her. Because they embrace her so much. And so she embraced them. So it's I don't a think blend, it's, though. it's not coming from a disrespectful place. And it's not coming from just a, a greedy place. I think it's coming from like a genuine, I care about these people. I care about my fans. But then her character is also to portray herself as innocent. So we truly don't know if it's a Yeah, act we really or don't know. Real, You're right. We don't know anybody's true attention. Even though we feel like it's genuinely her, we don't know these celebrities You're right. to actually be like, oh, they're legit monsters or whatever. Yeah. So that plays another aspect into it. So I'm going to just say this from my perspective, the vibe I'm getting, I think, is coming from a, a some a genuine place. But I think. But everybody I think, thinks that everything she does is genuine. But I think criticism on her, I can't fault people for that because it's true. Like there are certain things, let's say with the Asian culture, even when like I saw the Chinese lettering on, let's say like the Imagine um, single cover, I was like, why is this here? Like why is this here? Why is this lettering on here? Because you're not Jap- you're not Japanese. Like I understand if she would have did that for like the Japanese market. You know what I mean? Like she would have yeah. released a single Japan. And then she just put the lettering on that. Then I understand that. But or if her song was in Japanese, and then yeah, she I understand that. But why is it in America that you have this lettering here and you're not Japanese? Like I, when I first saw that, I was like, okay, this is weird. But um, people dragged her for it, and she took the criticism. And we could only hope for growth, right? Can we at least say that we could only hope for growth? I just hope whatever you're doing, Ariana, is genuine at this point. Yes, because I like you. I'm not going to lie. At one point, I didn't really care for you at all, but <laughs> I like you now. You're yeah. growing on me. Don't mess it up. Let's I hope this album is good. Because if your album is not good, then you're really about to get dragged through the mud. So let's hope this album on Friday is good. Now, with that being said. Oh, wait. Did you see Did you see what I posted on Instagram? What did you post? Philadelphia banned R. Kelly from coming into the city. Look at Philadelphia doing the work of a god. Look at where I live at. I'm, I ain't from Philly, y'all, I but stand. I live three minutes away. Can you spell justice? I stand. <laughs> Shout out to Philly. Suddenly I'm moving there. New York, get on it. <laughs> now, any final thoughts? Ariana Grande, be careful. Be careful. With um, me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we should wake up. Good. Nice. Have a productive week. Mm. My final thought is um, don't let people force positivity on you. 
Okay, if you're going to be positive, make sure it's genuine. Don't just don't tell somebody that since you should always have positive energy that you just feel you just need to be positive. That's not how human beings work. No. You're going to get in your bag. You're going to get in your feelings. You're going to be a negative Nancy if you want to. You could have been like me last week. I didn't want to bother with the whole right. entire world. I was incognito. <laughs> we are we are human beings and we have emotions. Whether people like it or not, forced positivity is not going is not going to work for me at least. So don't force whatever. I'll get happy when I make myself exactly. happy. Period. And that's how we're going to end this week's episode. Next week, we are going to be having an episode on black history. Now, how the setup of the show is going to be should be interesting because I don't necessarily know if I want to talk about pop culture next week because we are addressing black history. So why disrespect black history? Unless it's something about black people in pop culture. But do we want to drag black people? We're not going to drag them because we're going to try to look (coughs) for positive things. Positive. Okay. I already got like three in my head. Ooh. Positive things? Positive things with pop culture and black people. Lovely. Okay. So thank you for listening to the Devon Hour, the first episode of this season. It's weird saying seasons. But I guess spring semester season. Hmm. Thanks for listening to the first episode of the spring semester. Volume uh, three. <laughs> Good <laughs> bye. <laughs> Goodbye. This is Casper Side Part Three. <laughs> and this time we're going to get funky. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Everybody, clap your hands. <laughs>